This is Anything Anything. I'm Rich Russo. We're backstage at the uh, Brooklyn Bowl with Lucero, who I feel is the best American band right now. The last Thank three you. albums, as good as any three consecutive albums by any American rock band, whether you want to say it's R.E.M.'s Murmur, Reckoning, Fables to Reconstruction, or if you want to say Replacements, Let It Be, Tim, Pleased to Meet Me. You know, Lucero's Rebel Rogues and Sworn Brothers, 1372 Overton Park. And this year, my number one album of the year, Women in Work. Man, thank you. That's, yeah, that's some good company to be included in. We're here with Ben and Brian from Lucero. And, um, you know, the album, what I loved about it, it's almost, and I'm assuming you guys are big, you know, rock and roll fans and big album fans. The sequencing, I mean, it tells a story, which is very rare these days with an album where most times it's 10 or 12 songs slopped together. You actually begin middle end and you know obviously i figured out the women part of it which is the various women there seems to be a woman that you pissed off at one point and then there's a new woman that sits down next to you at a bar and at the end you kind of are trying to you know pull it all together but the work the only thing i can think of the work part that the recurring theme is is work drinking uh no not necessarily work i guess is you know us having to leave town all the time and playing shows constantly and just having to Having to leave, whether it's this woman or your family or home in general, just having to leave and go to work and take care of business. Um, and then how do you balance that, yeah, with the women in your life and your family? Um, and then I figure with women in work, you know, whiskey's just implied. The third W of exactly. women in work exactly. and Women in work, that obviously the there's that whiskey. That would be the third Silent word. Silent W is what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I figured people would just assume that there was drinking involved. So for, you know, it's, so WWW for you guys is in World Wide Web. It's women, work, and whiskey. Uh, for me it is <laughs> in particular, yes. So tell me, like, were there outtakes from their album? Was there a lot of stuff? No, not much. basically you wrote this as a concept? Or yeah, did you we, kind of flow it all together? Kind of the concept kind of came together accidentally um but all the songs were written over a very brief period of time um we went into the our buddy's studio uh chris scott's studio and did a lot of demos and kind of most of the songs were written during that kind of pre-production time and they came together real fast um and then with the sequencing of the record and the song order it just they kind of naturally fell into place and i wasn't planning necessarily on telling a a narrative or telling a story uh, through the record, but they just kind of naturally ended up that way. And when you go back and listen to it, you're like, oh, yeah, you got, I'm on my way downtown. Here we go. Come on, let's go have a drink. Um, to It may be too late. She never shows up to have that drink. Right. And then, yeah, stuff gets crazy for a little bit. And then, yeah, you got Saturday night with, like, lightning. It's kind of a Saturday night type song. And then you end the record with, like, a Sunday morning song, you know, Go, go Easy. easy. And so um, it, it wasn't intentionally written to be a concept record, but um, I think it did end up flowing kind of very naturally as an album, you know. We're here with Ben and Brian from Lucero, who I have named as the number one album of the year. The name of the album is Women at Work on my top 12 of 2012 albums. It's a fantastic album. So why don't we just begin where it begins? This is a downtown intro into... On my way downtown, Lucero from Women in Work, the number one album right now. Anything, anything.
It's Anything Anything on Rich Russo, Like Lightning by Lucero, which is one of my top songs of the year, as well as being on the number one album of the year, Lucero's Women in Work, and we're sitting here with Lucero right now. Now, I mean, you guys are touring. I mean, it's probably 200-something shows a year at this point, right? Close to it. How do you have time to write? I mean, when does when does the writing happen? And are you, right. you know, still writing? Is I mean, how? Yeah, is um, I've always got a few things floating around. You do but, solo um, albums too. <laughs> every now and again, and not as many as I would like to, just because the band keeps me so busy. But um, but yeah, writing on the road is tough because you're. N- I've got to be alone to get anything done, and you're never alone when you're on the road. So um, so most of the writing happens usually right before it's time to record a record it's like oh man we got to get we got to get in the studio studios when is the studio we got to go in there in a month okay all right give me give me a second i'll I'll scrape some stuff together for a final exam is how he has explained it before yeah it is kind of like cramming for a final exam and and i'm hoping that you know as we're out on the road and as life is going by i take notes and i try to keep stuff you know that makes an impression on me you know in the back of my mind and it kind of maybe ferments for a little while back there. And then when I need it, when it's time to sit down and actually write, I can kind of draw on those sources. And, you know, the past year or two years or however, however long it's been since we've actually recorded um, and take whatever experiences have happened to me since then and kind of draw from those and, and then, you know, construct them into, into a batch of songs. I mean, it's amazing that there's no waste. Like, it's not like you're writing 50 songs I to get the 12. You're basically writing the 12 you know, in a set time frame. I'm, and it's I'm pretty, pretty lazy. When you, I'm no, pretty lazy. I don't know if that'd be well, lazy think, or prolific. I well, mean, I that's think, pretty prolific when you think of other artists. Well, who, I think this time know. is with the demo studio at the Sevens, we're able to go in and basically write the album and record it. Like, we'd go downstairs, we'd practice for a week, go upstairs, lay down what we had, go back downstairs and fine-tune it. So I think having a demo studio, I'd almost... There is no, you're not writing 30 extra songs. Just you're, you're pretty much, you're like, wow, we're just building this album. And so a lot of times there isn't a lot of extras when you're doing that. Yeah, it's, and just, uh, I'm fairly particular about the lyrics. And it's really tough to sing lyrics that you don't 100% mean. And, um, and so actually with Women in Work, I did kind of take a step back. And some of the songs have lyrics that are just, just kind of simple rock and roll lyrics they're not too deep there's not like light, like lightning is just, like lightning is just women a fantastic work, rock and roll you know? song um nothing it's not heart-wrenching necessarily it's just a rock and roll song and i i kind of when we first when i wrote women in work the song and had a couple other songs in the works um i kind of had to i had to take a moment and be like okay i don't have to you know tear my heart out for every song let's just take a step back and write a rock and roll record and um and then the stuff kind of started flowing a little more, and um, and the songs started coming together easier for me. But um, but I am particular about the lyrics, and yeah, there's I don't have a whole lot of extra songs that are kind of you know half-assed. Um, I just would rather focus on the the stuff I've got and try to make that as as good as possible. We're here with Ben and Brian from Lucero, who have the number one album of the year on my year-end list, the top. 12 albums of 2012 just talking about the song women in work which is the title cut why don't we play that right now on anything anything that's one shot of women one shot of work one shot of sweet up the gold can hurt just let it go it just let it go it feels all right 
It's anything, anything. I'm Rich Russo. Lucero with It May Be Too Late from my number one album of the year, Women in Work. And we've basically played four songs off that album tonight. Go buy that album. You know how great it is. Just go buy it. Now, the wacky, the wacky radio station, one of the wacky radio stations I work for, I'm on too, they have a program where I basically upload the songs that I'm going to play, and then I talk about them and stuff, and they have a computer program that finds, I guess, artwork. So if you're streaming or listening on your iPhone, the problem is, is you guys... I yeah, always, yeah. Like, you know what's coming, right? What does I, she look like? <laughs> she's hot. At least so, she's hot, you know? At least she's, she's hot. She's smoking hot. And I always right. get, I'll get like emails from listeners and stuff saying, hey, that's really like complimenting me that I'm branching into Mexican music. <laughs> right. like, look at you, I'm, man. You know, so you're, what, world music. Good for you. <laughs> they feel that I'm getting more cultured and or they feel that I'm like, you know, going after the next Selena or something or they're it's, thinking I'm trying to hook up with her. And we're what, probably one of the so, least cultured what, bands in America so, right now. My favorite with that whole situation. I mean, we didn't know. You know, it's common last name. She's, you know, she, she's never come to the States before, really. That's the thing. She's a soap opera star. She's like the Madonna of South America. But that mix-up has happened so many times. The best is somebody photoshopped a picture. of. There's a black and white picture of us leaning up against a wall. There's a black and white picture of her leaning in the same direction. They photoshopped it together. And a... On a lot of websites and a lot of clubs, they don't you just don't see her. They just take that and they use and that you as the see it. They take it offline, and all of a sudden you're like, "Oh, look, we're playing this festival, and she's <laughs> in the band." <laughs> so wh- where did the name come from? I had a girlfriend at the time. It was in college, and I got to go to the college library, and um, which is just different than the public one. It was, I would just write down random phrases and names that I thought were neat, and Lucero it was any bright star in the Spanish dictionary, and. I think we wanted it to be follow any bright star, just something with it, and nothing sounded good. And our first show was coming up, and it was just kind of like, okay, we're going to we're loose arrow now. No, that's so. that's fantastic. And yeah, and none of us speak Spanish, <laughs> and so we had no idea. And and really, at the time, we didn't know we'd be a band. Fourteen years later, we didn't know we were actually going to have to. Use that name, you know, right? Because you don't even have Lucero.com; it's Lucero Music. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> and yeah, at the time, we weren't. We 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 thought we'd be lucky if we lasted, you know, a year. Uh, we just wanted to see if we could play some shows when we came up with the band name. I wanted a demo tape or a seven inch out of it, kind of thing. I didn't. Yeah, we were just playing punk rock shows. Figured everybody would hate it. Here we are now, still, and now still you, doing you, it. You know, one of the, like I said, you're the best American band right now. Ah man, and it's Thank been you. a oh, it's just been amazing. These last, you know, the whole the whole catalog, but these last three albums are. You know, years from now, people are going to look at these three and be like, "And let's hope the one I after so. it." And it just continues piling on. But the, it's just been a set of unbelievable straight-ahead rock and roll, and all sorts of varied textures. And you know, with the horns yeah, and the that's way the, thing. the keyboards are in it, and uh, we've been able to, you know, we've it's been the four original members pretty much the whole time since 1998. Um, but I think kind of what rejuvenated me personally um, for the songwriting. And I think the band as a whole was, yeah, we, you know, John C., our bass player, he brought Rick Steff into the fold, our keyboard player. And um, you can't go wrong with Rick Steff. And so um, bringing him into the band and then bringing Todd Bean from Glossary into the band, playing pedal steel. And then, yeah, uh, with the horns on 1372 and Women in Work. Um, yeah, it just, it made me excited and it kind of breathed new life into uh, the songwriting and into the band as a whole. And um, so yeah, hopefully, we've got I've got a good bunch of guys in the band. 
I got a good rock and roll band. And so, yeah, hopefully, yeah, hopefully we can make a few more good records. Oh, well, listen, yeah, and you guys sell out everywhere you go. You're playing big places. Oh, the crowds are into it. I like that. I have, you know, listeners now that come to multiple shows. Like if you're playing two or three shows or if you play in Philly or right. if you play in, you know, two nights in Brooklyn, they come to two or three, which is kind of that Springsteen mentality where, hey, I'm going to go. And you guys are mixing, mixing up the set list. It's completely yeah. every time I've seen you, you know, and I think the sign of a great a great band is when they give you a full two hour, two hour plus show and encores and engagement and you walk out of there and you're like, oh, my God, they didn't do this. They didn't do that. They didn't right, do that. And you right. can name five or six songs that you're almost pissed off at. Like, what, what the hell? How come they didn't do that? Oh, yeah. We hear it all the, the time. About it all and, the time. But then you look at the set list and it's. It's an incredible set list, and it's not like it's eight songs. I mean, it's 20-something songs right. and a lot of, you know, and good conversation yeah. with the crowd. And that's how I feel that a band continues to get, you know. Man, hopefully, we've been real lucky. Like, with us, I, I kind of have the feeling you either love us or you hate us. Um, I don't know but the folks, hate you guys. Well, the folks that love us have been real loyal. <laughs> and we, we do have really cool fans out there that, yeah, they do come to multiple shows. They do have a list of songs that they want to hear. And, and yeah, and we'll usually play one or two of those, at least. And if we don't get them that time, we'll get them next time, you know? We could go home, not play any songs that we've played in the last 10 years, relearn all the songs we've forgotten, and probably have a two-hour set of everything that we don't play. Like, would you ever do, like, an all-request show where you basically, like, you know, Elvis Costello that does would the thing be, where, that, where he spins the wheel and man, whatever it lands on he plays or Springsteen that, does? We would have takes. to rehearse a lot before we did that. <laughs> so it's not uh, like you could just go on a fly and just... That would take some brushing up. <laughs> um, there's some songs that have fallen through the cracks that we would definitely need to go back and relearn. Because we're... Yeah, you, you get into, you know, just the... I don't know... Just the habit, I guess. You've got some songs you play every night, and then you throw some in here, here and there. But um, yeah, there's some that would be real tricky. So, uh, but it's always been. It's every time we get home from tour, it's like, oh yeah, we need to go and rehearse and brush, brush the dust off some of these songs. And then it always seems to be time to go on tour again, and it doesn't happen. But it will happen. It's just soon. Are there any songs that you'll never ever play again? That you basically said, that's it. We're never playing it again. It's you we know. don't play Darby's song. We get a lot of people holler that out, and that's... It's because they know you won't play it, or they just want to hear well, it? Well, most people don't know, or the people that know now won't ask anymore. But it's just, that one's just too sad and too personal. And, but generally... Uh, there's nothing that's off the list completely other than... And Darby's song is, yeah, like Brian said, it's just, it's too personal. It's, it's not, that's more of a possibly sitting in somebody's living room late one night playing it. But, um... In a rock and roll club, it's a, I don't know, you just don't want to go there necessarily. Um, but no, nah, I'm, I'm actually surprised that uh, most of the back catalog, all the way back to Attic Tapes and the very first things we did, some of the recordings I'm not pleased with, but the songs themselves, I'm like, oh yeah, that holds up just fine. We could, we could take that and add horns to it or add keys to it. Now, will you go back and do that at some point, maybe for like a box set or something? Yeah, we like might actually. Um, or if we do... We haven't done a live, a proper live record yet, and if like we ever do one, there's some DVD stuff, but um, that has some, yeah, that has some live tracks on a, on a, on a disc. But if we actually did a proper Lucero live, you know, record, um, it, I think it'd be real cool. It'd be real cool to play a bunch of those old songs with the band as it is now, and just kind of reinterpret some of them, and um, 
that's on the list of things to do as well. Fantastic. Well, we're going to do this again some other time where we oh, can yeah. really stretch out and oh, yeah. cover more topics and have you guys pick records for my collection and just chill out and have a nice four-hour they turn it into a four-hour party on the radio, which has never been done. They basically just turn it into a free-for-all. We're uh, here with Lucero, the close-up. It's the number one album of the year. Man, and thank you very much for that, thank buddy. You so much for well, that. Thank you guys for delivering such a great album. Our you know, pleasure. it doesn't you know it doesn't take a genius to listen and hear it's a great album. You know, as so as much as I'd like to take credit for saying yeah, it's the number one album, it really you did all the work. I just basically Man. said yeah, you're right. It's fantastic. We appreciate you listening to it. <laughs> Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll do the number one cover of the year and my number one song of the year and maybe something else. Stick around on Anything Anything.